That's right, my trusty listeners. It is Model Railroad Talk, episode 28. In this episode, we are going to discuss, you know, building things in a, not, I want to say unconventional way, but, you know, going outside the box, let's do it that way, um, as an example for backdrops or whatever, you know, uh, going against what the mainstream people say and talking about uh, looking into the smaller guy who is producing, say, detail parts and stuff like that. So uh, stick around and we will get the show on the tracks. All right, we are getting this show started. You, my listeners, my fellow listeners, thank you. You're the reason why I do this. Um, thank you for all the likes and shares on all the platforms. Um, today, we are going to be just kind of rambling on a little bit about building a layout. And I know we've talked about this before, but kind of diving into the you know, quote unquote, proper way versus, okay, you know, is this really, you know, um, or, you you know, is there a specific way to build a railroad? And I'm not going to dive into exact step-by-step of building benchwork or scenery or lane track, that kind of thing. Um, It just, it, it, it all comes from there again, some of the stuff that I've been, and I'm sure you've seen it too, um, and some of the groups I'm in and on, on Facebook and uh, some of the forums and stuff I'm in, you know, I, I see it a lot. You get, and I understand there's people out there that are master model railroaders, you know, uh, you know, that are an MMR of the NMRA. I get that. And I'm not cutting down their work or their advice. I am one of those that I believe in learning something new and learning something from somebody who maybe has done something um, more or better. And, you know, I'm always for tips, but for those coming into the hobby or those like me that are getting back into the hobby and I don't have all the extra time to sit down and, you know, building um, say a backdrop as an example, you know, of hand painting a backdrop that some of these people have on their railroads are just absolutely beautiful, gorgeous backdrops. And yes, I would love to have that someday, but you know, in the meantime, I need, I want something that's going to get me by that's going to look decent, but will get me by until I'm at that point or ready to do that. But anyways, before we jump into that, we're going to talk about that. Um, and, but I want to start out, we had an, uh, another listener contact us, um, via email, um, Thomas M. He, uh, sent us a nice email. Um, he listens to us on his way to work. So thank you, Thomas, for the email. He, uh, recently just took down his old layout of, I think he said, uh, roughly 20 years. 
Uh, and he's got a 16 by 24 building that he's going to be doing and around the walls layout with a peninsula. And he said he's hoping that it's going to be big enough uh, for him to be able to put a helix in because he'd like to double deck it. So um, I would love to see pictures of that. Um, Thomas, if you're listening, uh, as the progress goes, send us over some pictures so that we can see them and share them with the rest of the world. So let others maybe inspire others. So thank you, Thomas, for the email and, um, you know, continue listening. If you would, uh, we appreciate the feedback. Also, uh, Benjamin Z, if you remember him, he's been on a few times and we're going to get him back on here sometime soon again. Uh, we just got to get, uh, you know, life in order, you know, kind of thing to get, get everything aligned properly. But he, uh, he actually tore down his little, uh, uh, shelf layout and he's in the planning stages of rebuilding that. I, I haven't really had a lot of talk with him as far as if he's going to build bigger a little bit, or, you know, if he's going to do something different, but I know he's in the planning stages of that. And if you're actually in our, um, if you're a premium supporter and you are in our private Facebook group, you'll see he actually posted today. He got in a couple new locomotives for his uh, railroad. So, and he's getting ready to repaint them. So um, one final thing for some housekeeping before we get into this episode, uh, the just reminder, uh, Quad City Society of Model Engineers, they're here in the Quad Cities, uh, East Moline, um, November 11th, 9 to 4 p.m. is their open house. Uh, this is the club, if you remember from some of the first episodes that I was working on joining, and then life and health issues got in the way. I, at some point, hoped to get back to being part of that or, you know, become, or going through the process of joining that club again, but they, uh, so I, I do support them, even though I'm not with them, I do support them. I support all railroad clubs and stuff, but they're having their, uh, new or their open house for their new layout that they just recently got up and going. And let me tell you, it's probably one of the biggest ones here in the quad cities, uh, as far as space and stuff. I mean, it's just, um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a huge layout. So if you're anywhere near, uh, East Moline, Moline, Davenport, whatever the quad cities, uh, or you're relatively close, you ought to go check them out. Uh, once again, it's November 11th, nine to 4 PM. There is a $5 admission, but it's well worth it. I'm telling you, it, you, to see the size of the railroad is just unreal. And some of the stuff, the, the members are, are building and modeling uh, the talent there is just i i mean even the short time i was there i was learning stuff just from watching and observing so anyways we are going to get back on to the subject at hand um i did mention i'll start out by saying um this is this between what like i said i've seen in groups and stuff like that but also this is something that i had seen uh, somebody had posted in one of these groups. I don't know. It was, it's been probably a few months ago about using uh poster board for your backdrop. And what they, they had actually found some, like it's, it's a blue, but it's got clouds in a sense painted on it. But what I like, uh, it's not what you think of like distinct defined clouds though. It's, it's the wispy, 
you know, it's, it's like what you see in a normal sky, unless you're looking, you know, at, uh, wanting distinct clouds, like storm clouds or whatever, you know, coming in. But, um, so they're 22 by 28 inches or whatever their size of poster board is. So I, I'd seen that before. Well, I'm at the point now where I'm, I want to take some pictures. That's kind of how I do my modeling with rail cars and, and track. And, you know, I, I said this before in another episode, you know, I finally got him uh, a video camera that I can put on a car. I just got, I still yet to get that set up to where I can run that around um, and check out my track work. It helps me with my scenery and my track playing and, and, and buildings and placement of stuff. Because if you can see it from uh, the point of view, in a sense that you're riding the car, I, I, I you know, my old railroad, I did this. Um, and I, and I even did it with pictures because looking through the, the pictures after they've been taken, you start to see, maybe see things that you don't see standing there. And, you know, and it, you don't, I'm not saying you have to do this. Um, and I, and no, I'm not, I like to super detail certain aspects and, and ultimately my goal is to super detail my railroad once it's all said and done. But that's at the end. But in the meantime, if there's certain portions, like if I'm in a holding pattern, um, you know, like right now on my railroad, the Iowa Eastern, I'm in kind of in a holding pattern because I'm I'm kind of slowly uh, building up my stock of lumber so I can finish the bottom level of the, the railroad. So I'm not really building any uh, more layout per se right now. So I'm kind of in that holding pattern to where, okay, I can start building, uh, structures and, and start working on locomotives and detailing and weathering and stuff like that. So, you know, there again, that's another good thing for you new folks that are coming in. There's always something you can be doing with your railroad. Even if, you know, you don't, you don't have the funds to say like me right now, uh, the funds or the time to just buy all the lumber I need to finish up the bottom and upper level. I'm just doing it in stages. I've got other projects I can do to keep me uh, going in the hobby and keep this, you know, and, and I'm not saying not to keep my interest level cause I'm always interested in it, but you know, to keep my enthusiasm up, I guess is the best way to put it. But anyways, getting back to the backdrop, um, I wanted something up there because I recently, Oh, in the past few weeks got my, my main yard, uh, all ballasted and, and, uh, got my, uh, bump stops or not really bump stops. I'm doing at the end of it, piles of gravel, but I got the, the, once I got the ballast down, I got, I actually weathered it and I got a little bit of scenery or not scenery really, but I got a little bit like grass and dirt and stuff like that in between the tracks. And I took some, uh, India ink and went down the middle of the, the track and, and, uh, or I should say India ink and alcohol went down the middle of the track to create like grease and oil and stuff that spills off, especially in yards where locomotives are just sitting there. And, I, I got all that done and I'm like, you know, I've taken some pictures and that's what I do. Like I said, to see if there's something I want to add change or whatever. And it just didn't look right with the OSB background. So here uh, it's been a couple of days ago. I, I'm like, it dawned on me. I remembered that I seen this in a group of this poster board and it's from Hobby Lobby. And 
So I went on their website and sure enough, they, they still have it and they sell it and stuff. The only downside, I was going to order it online. And, and folks, let me tell you, if, if you're wondering price, I know here in, at least in Iowa here in the United States, uh, it's 99 cents for one sheet. Like I said, it's 22 by 28 or something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. And, you know, which is a good price. The downside to it, unless you're going to be buying like 50 of them or 40 of them or something like that, you're going to pay like nine bucks shipping. Um, Cause I looked it up last night because we actually went to, uh, me and the CEO of the Iowa Eastern, um, we went to uh, Hobby Lobby yesterday and unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, they only had three sheets of this cloud uh, sky poster board and which is really all I wanted because I'm in the testing phase. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to buy any more for now, but I bought it and they only had three, three sheets, which was fine. And, you know, 99 cents. I went up to the cash register and um ended up only being a dollar what was a dollar 59 i think for all three they were on sale it was like 59 cents or 47 cents something like that 49 cents a piece i don't remember exactly but um being they had their coupon or you know and hobby lobby is great in that aspect they run a lot of those uh specials but i got them home and i spread them out and, and I will be having pictures come up here soon. I have taken some pictures. I've just got a lot of, uh, processing, if you will, to do, I've got like, uh, I had to do a video for our, our Patreon members and stuff like that. And I'm trying to work on videos for our YouTube page and so on and so forth. But anyways, um, I just got some pictures taken last night of, with that background and the response I got was, well, I showed the CEO, the Iowa Eastern, the main boss. And last night I showed her a picture I took of a couple of the cars sitting and locomotives sitting in the ballasted yard, the weathered ballasted yard with that in the background. And for a second there, she was like, she was like, for a second, I thought it was real. So that reaffirms my thought process, which goes into the first or the main subject we were just, I brought up in the very beginning of this is doing things not necessarily the way everybody the mainstream is doing it you know as an example this backdrop i plan on purchasing probably another 10 to 15 sheets of it um it will get me by and in some cases it may be end up being the permanent backdrop for the railroad in certain places because um as an example behind where my uh where the where the uh, bench work and track and the double main line or double track goes behind my computer monitor I'm sitting at right now recording this. Um, while yes, at that at some point will be scenic and everything. It's not going to be super detailed, but it'll have ballast and a little bit of grass just so it you know it looks right. That's that that poster board will be perfect to be up against the wall back there because as trains are running, there's not going to be any switching behind um or around basically behind like the computer desk and stuff obviously for obvious reasons because it's would be a pain in the butt but you know still you know you want i uh, i want my railroad to be completely scenic in all its aspects now if i decide to do say hidden staging that's a different story but it goes back to a lot of people, which I'm not cutting this down, and I did this on my old railroad. I took uh, eighth inch masonite, 
and put it up and I painted it and I, you know, painted clouds and I painted rolling hills in the background and stuff. And, and to be honest with you, I did enjoy doing that. Um, there's, there's, I'm not cutting that down at all. And if I was, and, and this may end up happening too down the road too, but you know, you know, I may end up wanting to do that. And, but right now, I don't need that. I've got, uh, the way I look at it is there are other aspects of my building of my railroad that requires more attention right now and requires my, my budget to go to rather than the backdrop right now that can always come in. And I, now I know what everybody says you need, you should do your backdrop before you do this and this and this. I, I personally, to some degree agree with that. I'm not saying I'm going to do all my scenery and everything and then put my backdrop in. I am getting my track work up and, and bench work and the little bit of scenery I am doing, it's towards the edge of the front edge, like where you stand of the layout. So I still have to do it back up against where the backdrop will be. So I am, um, you know, I'm, I'm planning for that. And, but in the meantime, I'm using this poster board and, you know, and I've decided, I mean, after I took those pictures and everything, I've already decided, you know, we're going to, you know, when, when they get more in, or we'll take a trip out, say next week or in a couple of weeks back out to the Hobby Lobby and I'll, I'll buy some more and I'll buy and I'll buy it up. Even if they only get four sheets in, I'll buy those four sheets and just keep buying until I get the amount I want. But what I'm getting at is, you know, going back, getting back on track here, folks. Um, you know, you may hear and see people in groups and stuff say, oh, if you're not doing your backdrop this way, it's going to look like this or, you know, goes back to our number one principle here at Model Railroad Talk. First of all, it is your railroad. It, you can do it however you want. Uh, you know, if if you want to go and be the person and this, I, and when I say that, I'm not saying meaning that in a derogatory sense, but if you want to be the person that you're going to build it step by step, how master model railroaders build their railroad, that is absolutely fine. You know, more power to you. I would do that. I'd be that person if I had, you know, if, if I was, and I'm not, uh, you know, say anything, but uh, I'm not, I guess necessarily mean anything by this, but you know, if I had, you know, a large bank account and I, or say I, I owned a company or, and I was able to take a lot of time off and not be at work all the time and had the funds, you know what? Yeah, that's the way I would go. But a majority of us in model railroading don't have, I'm not going to say unlimited funds, but you know, extra funds. A lot of us have to budget not only money, but our time to this hobby. So, you know, you have to put your budget in that week or that month, however it works out for you, to what needs to be done. As an example, like I've said, for me, I am putting my budget to, um, you know, building up my stock of lumber so I can finish building the bottom level of my railroad. Now that doesn't mean I'm not buying anything else. You know, I've um, recently purchased a few rail cars off of uh, Facebook marketplace and stuff like that, because I'm also building up my rail car fleet. You know, I mean, while, 
you know, you can run a railroad with a lo one locomotive and a few cars and have a great switching operation, but the size of railroad I'm building, I need more than 20 or 25 cars, you know? So, but you know, it, there we go. It goes back to, that's just one example of a way to save some of your money and you know, yeah, you may have to, it may be a little work down the road for you to, you know, if you put the poster board up and then, you know, you decide to do the Masonite or do it the quote unquote right way down the road. But what's wrong with in the meantime, you know, doing that little bit of extra, you know, in the long run, it's extra, but doing that little bit up front to help keep your spirits in the right, uh, right way for this hobby and keep you motivated if 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 going and buying a 99 cent piece of poster board or if it's on sale 49 cent piece of poster board and putting it up on the backdrop or putting it behind your trains however you know so you've got a a sky backdrop is gonna make you feel better do it who cares what others say um you know and there's and that's not just with that 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 goes that goes into other things like we've talked about um you know like the the model buildings.org the paper buildings you know i've seen i don't I haven't seen it a lot but i have seen it a couple times where people had asked you know hey what about these that you print off and anybody have any experience with them and fortunately and i hope what i wrote in those um hit home before all the naysayers got into them uh and and the you know their inputs in but um Fortunately, I was, would have, uh, most of uh, the few times I should say I've seen this in these groups, I was either the first one or I was within the first couple of few, um, of people that, that commented and, you know, um, so that people wouldn't, you know, I'm hoping that resonated with them, you know, and I told them, you know, I, I use them. I like them. They work good. Um, they're working for me on my road. Will I keep some of them up permanently? More than likely. Yeah. Because of the detail, the, 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 the quality of them, but you know, then you have the naysayers. Oh, that's just, you know, it's never going to look right. And this and that, and you know, and, and it all depends on where you're from, you know, and, and, and what you, what you want for your railroad. If you're, you know, if you want a super detail and you want everything in a sense, 3d for your background buildings, you know what? It's your railroad. That's do it. If you're like me that I kind of believe in, you know, okay, background buildings should look real. They should give you some dimension to in one form, whether it's actual physical dimension or just visual dimension, but I'm fine with taking, um, you know, printed buildings and either building them to a 3d standard or you know we were just printing them out and sticking them to the backdrop i'm fine with that for my backdrop you know ultimately it boils down to what you want to do um just like laying track as an example another example i've seen it in these groups you know people asking well how do you you know how do people lay their track do they use you know what what do they use for roadbed do they do and then you know every of course you have the people and cork is the only way to go cork well okay yes i cork is good i would i would be laying mine with cork as well if cork wasn't so 
expensive compared to say like the Woodland Scenics foam. I mean, let's face it, a box of cork is, is, I mean, super stupid expensive. And, but you can go anywhere and buy a roll of the Woodland Scenics. I'm talking HO scale here, a roll, which is a 24 foot roll. I, I believe it's 24 foot, but anyways, it's a roll of their roadbed for like 15 bucks and you can get quite a bit done with it you know and and you know and so far i haven't had any issues with mine um it's quiet it it holds my track in place and i use um you know i use uh the ace brand the i guess in a sense generic brand of liquid nails and the reason why i use that instead of regular liquid nails is because as an example the name brand liquid nails is a very very good product if i you know was using something that i wanted permanent yes but by using the generic brand of it you're not gonna it's not gonna i, I don't want to say i, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot too soon when i say this but by using the generic brand of it it's not going to hold as well it'll so having said that it holds my track fine it holds the roadbed down fine but it's over time and even right away i've already had to pick up track and guess what using the generic brand it was way easier to pick up i didn't destroy track i didn't destroy the roadbed nothing like that where if i would use the name brand liquid nails more than likely i would have i wouldn't have been able to yield you know, 95% of my track that I pulled up, I would have been probably lucky to get 50% and the roadbed, forget it. I wouldn't have been able to save any of it. So, but there's people that will say that's the wrong way to do it. Don't let them do that to you. You do, you build the railroad the way you want. That's what this whole hobby is about is learning new ways. You know, I'm not saying don't listen to what they have to say. If you are, you know, you, you know, read the comments read okay well this person's uh you know prefers this method over this method and as long as they're putting out why read it what's it going to hurt you might learn something you might find something that that you know i've never thought of that i might try it you know and and try it you may end up trying it and that's the only way you want to lay track or do backdrops or scenery or whatever <clears throat> but you know at least try it that's what's great about this hobby is there's so many aspects to it. It's not just turning a power pack on and running trains. There's building, painting, built, you know, uh, wiring, uh, scenery, weathering, just whole world in our hobby that a lot of people don't know about. And they wonder, you know, some people say, well, you're obsessed. Well, eh, they don't, you don't understand, right? It's a railroad thing. They wouldn't understand, but, um, but the biggest thing is when you're building your railroad, if you see something that will say perks your ears up to the effect of, I never thought about that. I've been doing this particular, you know, laying track or whatever this way this whole time. And it's kind of a pain in the butt to me. You know, this person's doing it this way. What's it going to hurt to try it? You know, who cares what everybody says? You might see a hundred negative comments the way that person does it to only one or two positives. You know what? What works for you? You know? So when we get back from break, we are going to dive into this a little more. And, you know, this episode, I really didn't have a lot planned. Um, 
I guess I've, I've been information overloaded. My brain has, um, for the week when, you know, and I, I, when I'm trying to come up with uh, content for these episodes, I read model railroader magazine. I, I, I'm subscribed to the trains.com, which is Kalmbach model railroader, all that. I get, uh, sometimes daily emails from them. I read the news on them, same on Facebook and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, my brain, I guess I got overloaded this week. So when we get, just stick around, when we get back, we'll discuss, touch a little more on, um, you know, building the layout, however you can build it with your resources, that kind of thing. And, um, but we're going to take a break. We'll be back. And, um, you know, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Join the model railroad revolution. Go on over to patreon.com forward slash model railroad talk and become a premium supporter. By becoming a premium supporter, you get added benefits such as an exclusive private Facebook group, live videos while we record, access to the latest episode before anyone else, and more. Your support helps us continue to grow and support the model railroad revolution. Go on over to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash model railroad talk to become a premium member today. All right, we are back from break and I am actually a little bit refreshed, believe it or not. So we were talking first part, just to kind of recap that a little bit, uh, you know, sometimes unconventional ways. And we, we did an episode on this. Uh, several efforts like way back unconventional ways items i should say used to do model railroading uh prime example is using crushed walnut shells for ballast so in this case we were talking about uh first part of this episode we were talking about you're building your railroad you want some sort of backdrop and then like for me i use pictures and video to not only because it's cool looking, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it also helps me see if there's any mistakes or anything that I need to add or take away in particular areas. Well, having a backdrop there helps. And we're talking about using, um, cloud sky, whatever you want to call it printed on poster board. And you can purchase that at Hobby Lobby or, and I'm sure other places have them too. But it, I, one thing I would recommend if you buy them from one place, you might want to stay buying them from there just because of they get them from a supplier where if you, <clears throat> example here where I'm at, we have Hobby Lobby, we have Michaels. If I were to say go to Michaels, the printing may not be the same. It may be lighter, darker, and you can get that anywhere, even buying from the same place, but your chances of getting the same uh, print darkness or whatever, brightness, whatever you want to call it, same printing is going to be a higher chance of it being the same buying from the same place. So um, the other thing I want to get into is there are with, with, and this I'm, I notice more and we've talked about this uh, or I've talked about this in another episode as well, because I'm looking at getting into G scale as well. Hopefully next year, start an outdoor railroad in our front yard um around our flagpole and stuff but with some manufacturers no longer in business 
you know, especially like detail parts and stuff, you know, where do you go? Well, fortunately, we have the this day and age, we have 3D printers and all that stuff. And there are people out there that because uh, I looked into getting a 3D printer and for what I would want it for the detail and all the research I've done, I don't want to spend, you know, three, four thousand dollars on a 3D printer um, that I'm only going to use for this. And I really don't want to get back into the manufacturing of model railroad stuff again, because I did that years ago. I've discussed it a little bit and in, in early episodes, you know, I want to just enjoy my hobby. And, but there are others out there that are taking that dive. Um, as a prime example, um, there's a, a company called Pete's 3d scale models. And this isn't really an advertisement for them. I, I have, I, I purchased, I seen it on Facebook and marketplace. This guy, um, did what, what caught my eye was vending machines. So I ordered a pack of them. It came with three vending machines. Uh, uh, I think one's like food, one's snacks. And I think maybe two, two, uh, or I'm sorry, one was snacks and one, one was drinks. And I don't remember there's three of them in there. Anyways, I, while I have not done enough to sit here and tell you, I'm going, I'm doing a review on it yet. Um, I have looked at it and you know, I mean, so far what I see of it, I like it. I st I have to paint them, uh, the main plastic cause they're 3d printed. And then they give you, a, um, the little, uh, paper that you have to cut out and stick on there for, you know, like your front glass and stuff, you know, where you see the products and put your money in and stuff. But, um, but where I'm going with this is, you know, these small guys are what, them taking the initiative and stepping out and, and putting the money for just like, like prototype couplers.com, you know, that gentleman got the tooling and everything and worked with Sergeant, the owner of Sergeant engineering or the former Sergeant engineering who did the scale couplers and worked with them. And now he's making what used to be scale or, uh, Sergeant engineering couplers. Um, that's a whole nother thing I'm going to do a, uh, a review on, um, and, uh, probably in the next few episodes. Um, but you know, there again, that's somebody else. And it's these kind of people that are taking this bold move and doing this and they deserve recognition because, you know, they're the ones that are going to keep the fine scale, you know, uh, they're the ones that's going to help keep this hobby available, affordable, you know, out there, you know, cause if, if nobody did that, then it would get to the point where you would just have big name manufacturers still putting stuff out. And then for them little projects, we're back to building our own stuff, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, as an example, the vending machines, I have no problems scratch building a vending machine, but I also know right now anyways, my time is better served building my bench work and getting my track laid and, you know, buildings done and stuff. But if I come across something like this, that is a small detail item I haven't seen, I like the looks of it. I'm going to order it. I want to see, I, you know, I mean, so far what I've seen, I, like I said, they're still in the package. It's in a clear plastic package from this Pete's models, these vending machines. 
But what I can see in this package, I'm very impressed. I mean, it's 3D printed. There's very little flash, if any. And, you know, it's not going to take me long to build them. I just need to find the time to do it. But, you know, there again, there was another gentleman I've seen on Facebook that's selling those, you know, they're like those, uh, you see them a lot, um, uh, bigger facilities. They're, they're like 300 gallon or 500 gallon plastic totes that have the metal framework around it. And he was posting, he was selling those to two of them, you know, uh, uh, painted already, uh, two of them for five bucks. And I'm like, you know, that ain't bad, you know? So I started looking into it. So I reached out to him to find out what shipping would be and stuff and shipping. It, that's a whole nother subject and it. Shipping depends on where they are and you are. So I don't, when I, when I give you guys these reviews or talk about pricing, I, I the shipping is irrelevant because it doesn't, it, it all depends on where you live and they are that kind of thing. But, but you know, two for five bucks, you know, okay. Yeah. It's HO scale or whatever. I'm not going to complain about that. So I, I reached out to him and said, you know, I'd like a total of eight of them. So, you know, basically spend 20 bucks with them. And then the gentleman reached back out to me and said, Hey, you know, it's going to cost uh, for me $8 for shipping. And I'm like, all right. He goes, well, he sent me this long list of other products that he makes. And he said, that way I can combine shipping and save you a little bit of money. You know, it's not going to cost me any more to add some of these items. And I'm like, okay. So I flipping through and he had, this guy makes, uh, several, uh, road crossing, like the, 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 I'm drawing a blank, basically where the road crosses over the tracks, you know, your inserts and he has several different kinds. Well, I, I, I was interested in the concrete one cause I'm doing modern times. And so he sent me a picture of it and they look great primed and painted. And, um, you get four sets. So basically they're scale 10. I think if I remember right, without looking back, they're scale 10 foot long crossing. You get the ins inside and the, the approaches on either side, you get four sets of them. So you get in a sense, 40 scale feet of crossing, which for most of our railroads, um, that should be able to do two sets of crossings. You know, I mean, if they're 10 foot long, you know, let's face it, you know, you do 20 foot wide. I mean, most of us aren't, you know, but anyways, um, so I'm like, yeah, let's add that in there. And you know, there again, I started, I was asking him, I'm like, is this something you do? Told him about the podcast. And I'm like, you know, get me your info. And you know, I, you know, once I get those in, um, that literally just happened. So once I get those in, um, you know, I'm going to look at them, I'll do a review and I'll let you guys know, and I'll give you guys the contact info, but it's, it, you know, it, it getting back on kind of back on track here though, you know, it, it boils down to it's these people that are willing to take time out of their hobby to, um, you know, produce for other people, whether it be for profit or not, you know, I mean, it's just like doing this podcast. I mean, it takes time away from me doing my hobby, but I enjoy doing it, you know, and, and, you know, from you, from you listeners, uh, with, with the response I'm getting with you guys sharing and, and liking stuff on not only the audio side, but the video sides of things. Plus, you know, the, the emails and whatnot I get, you know, obviously there's something I I'm, I'm producing there and let's face it, these guys, you know, they're not out, they know they're not out to make a killing, you know, they're just basically, you know, let's, Hey, let's cover our materials and make a few extra bucks while we're at it, you know? And it takes a special breed to be able to do that. And it, we need to support those because otherwise they're going to go 
by the wayside. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't support the big names like Broadway Limited, Atlas, you know, Digitrax, NCE, all them. You know, we we should, um, because but we need to do our part, um, just like we need to do our part with getting the word of model railroading out to the general public because i'm not saying it's a dying hobby but it is less and less talked about and if we do our part as being part of the model railroad revolution we do our part we can bring this hobby back not not necessarily the same but we should be able to bring this hobby back to the level that it was in its glory days and all that takes is simple you know if you see something on on you know facebook or or whatever your choice of 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 community is for model railroading um and you see a small guy like this pete's 3d scale models or something and they're selling something reach out to them message them get get some info find out i mean if this is something that they're doing like this this gentleman you know why not you know support them purchase something from them once in a while look at like evan designs you know they make great products they had to start somewhere you know and all of us combined and and helping helps the community just like helping others modeling on their own uh railroads you know um you know i get i get you know i have my i have a few buddies that you know granted they haven't come over yet they haven't found you know their their schedules haven't worked out but they want to come over my buddy dave that drives truck you know i i you know he, he his schedule's crazy um so and i know he doesn't get a lot of extra time but i i'm you know he he's planning on coming over and checking it out he's really interested in it whether he does something with it or not who knows you know takes you know whether he builds something for his own own house you know that's 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 him but that doesn't mean and that's the thing with the rep model railroad revolution it doesn't mean people have to that you talk to have to go out and build a railroad you can get them interested and if they live close enough to you and you're comf comfortable or fine with them coming over and helping you with your railroad or operating it or building whatever you know that's another way to get them involved and and to help maintain the excitement for this hobby and maybe build on that excitement so um but yeah, you know, check out the small guys. Some the small guys will surprise you. Up to you know, so far at this point, I have not been let down by any of the small guys. Um, like I said, with the prototypecouplers.com, um, uh, I'm very very impressed with theirs. Um, the Pete's HO scale models. Like I said, I haven't done that yet. That's in my plans to get them painted and put together and actually do a review and whatnot and i'll probably end up doing a video uh for our youtube page but um you know but i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to this other guy once i get his stuff in um he doesn't have a website or anything yet but he gave me a contact info and stuff so once i get that in and looking at him and and and, and doing a good review i can tell you guys and there again i'll do a video on it um doing that little bit is is a great way to i i guess my opinion bring this hobby back to life even if it's also going online and joining you know say model railroad academy or trains.com or you know different or even going on and 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 doing historical societies and stuff 
I've looked in, I actually came close to joining the Burlington Northern and the uh, Santa Fe Historical Society, but then um, I chose to go a different route with my modeling. So, um, you know, because I, when I first got back into this here, I don't know, at the beginning of the year, I, I was going to do like the BNSF and then I decided, you know, I don't, I did that. I've already done that before. I want to do something different and, you know, but doing stuff like that, but, you know, check out the little guys, you know, like modelbuildings.org and, and, um, you know, Evans designs and, you know, we don't always have to go to the big companies, um, you know, to get what we need. Um, but also don't be afraid to try something, you know, try something new. Like we were talking about in the first half, you don't have to use Masonite to build a backdrop. You don't have to use certain, you know, things to, to build your benchwork. You can do, try something. If, 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 even if the idea seems crazy to you, and even if people are saying, Hey, that's crazy, that may not work, but you have this inside you saying, Hey, I'm going to try this. Who knows? You might come up with a new, new way of doing things. That's just going to take the, take the model railroad world by storm. So, all right, I've rambled on enough and yes, this is going to be a slightly, uh, shorter episode, but, um, what do you think? Reach out to us model railroad talk at gmail.com, or you can go to our website. Um, we'd like to see actually more people go to our website and sign up and get, get involved with the, with the, uh, forums and the groups on there. Um, but www.modelrailroadtalk.com, um, signups free. It's, it's a simple sign up. The reason why we have you signing up and quote unquote, creating an account on there is it's easier for us to make sure we can keep spam out. Um, we, you know, I mean, it's, it's basically one of those things as simple as if somebody's spamming somebody, I can go in on the back end of the website and just delete them and block them out of there, you know, and they'll be done, you know? So, um, I want to keep it a clean community for everybody, but go over there and check that out. Also, while, while you're over there, um, you can, well, you can actually, uh, check out our website that we, we set up my M Y M R T, which stands for model railroad talk, but my www.mymrt.shop. We have t-shirts now available for purchase. Um, right now they're pre-order, um, any orders that come in by, uh, November 1st will be going out, shipped out within a few weeks after that of our first batch. So, um, it will take, we don't have any on hand other than our samples that we got. Um, but when we order our first batch, we're going to order a few extras and, and we just kind of need to get, um, the, get a, get a feel for what sizes and how many. So, and what, what colors that we should have on hand. So check that out. Or you can, from our website, you can run over there, um, at the top, uh, there's a link that takes, takes you over to our shop as well, but check us out on YouTube model railroad talk. Um, we're also on TikTok. Um, we are getting very, very close. Uh, YouTube, we are at 39, uh, subscribers. We are 11 away from being able to go live on, uh, YouTube. And we are just over 900 followers on TikTok, which is awesome. So, and we need to hit a thousand there to be able to go live on TikTok. And by the time I'm not looking for it to happen overnight, 
I'm um, actually hope it doesn't happen overnight to some degree because what ideally when I when I go live I want to be able to I want to be prepared to where when I do lives I I want to be able to give you guys something that you can um, you know like if I'm building something on my workbench or working on the layout I can just set the camera up and you guys can watch you know that kind of thing um, also if you like this podcast and you want to support it. Um, you know, um, you, you, by all means run over to Patreon, dot com forward slash model railroad talk. You can become a premium subscriber there. Um, premium subscribers get their, uh, get, get the, like when these episodes are done with usually within an hour or two after the episodes are done, um, they're available to them, uh, on Patreon. Um, you don't have to wait until Saturday at midnight or 12 a.m. I should say for it to uh, come out for the new episode. So you get them right away. Um, Patreons also get special uh, videos and stuff just for them. Um, we're continually always trying to add extra benefits for them. We, they, one other thing they also get access to is if they're on Facebook, they get access to our private Facebook group and that there generally we do a Facebook live when we're recording this episode. I didn't do um, just cause I really don't have the extra time to, cause it takes extra time to do that. So, but, um, you can also reach out to us through our, our call in line, which is five, six, three, two, nine, three, six, five, three, zero, uh, five, six, three, two, nine, three, six, five, three, zero. That is not a answer line. It's you call in, you can either call or text it, I should say. And, um, if you call, it'll go to voicemail, you leave your message and you know, if you want us to get back out to you, reach back out to you, you can um, email us, reach out to us through any of the platforms. Um, let's keep this model railroad revolution going. And, uh, you know, uh, let's, you know, let the world know how great of a hobby this is. I mean, people know it, just we need to show them. They need to experience it. And um, it's just it's it's a fun experience when, you know, you talk to that person that, They've been interested in about kids and stuff or since they've been kids and, and, you know, never really had anything, never did anything with it from that point. But then you talk to them when they're in their adult years and you just see that twinkle in their eye. And, and especially when they see, even in, even if you're still in the building stage, you know, the, the, uh, wood highway of the railroad, you know, that's it it's still for them to see trains on track and able to move a little bit and stuff. The twinkle you see, um, it's, it's a, it's a awesome experience and feelings. So, uh, thank you folks for listening again, episode 28. We're getting close to 30 episodes. Um, I don't think we're going to do, we may not do anything special for 30. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, frankly, I take this podcast week by week, you know, so, um, thank you for listening. Check us out on our website, email us, all that good stuff. Check us out on YouTube and TikTok. And um, um, thank you for listening. And until next episode, yep, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Um, say it with me. Keep your train on the tracks.